Hey everybody, welcome and to whoa. episode 233 of whoa, the Bite Me Podcast. I know it's a big number, right? <laughs> it's, that's I don't know white, what I was though. expecting you to say. It says it right in front of my face, but... Because if you'll recall, like, what, two episodes ago, I'm like, welcome to 337. And Colby's like, that's not right. You just made that number up. It's all right. Anyway, I'm Cliff Johnson, and I am joined today by co-hosts Dylan. Woo! He is today posing as Fozzie Bear and the Whack-A-Mole Bandits, which I would watch that movie. I would 100%. If Disney Plus made that movie, I would pay money to see it. It'd be good. And Colby, who's, I don't know, a lyric from a Kid Rock video. That's fine. I just enjoyed that he told you it was guacamole, like, I don't know, three minutes ago. And you're like... Did I not say guacamole? No. Nah. And you're like, guacamole. guacamole. In my head, I said guacamole. I, that's so weird. Like, I very purposely tried to say it right. You didn't. I don't know. <laughs> it happens. I'm it's tired. what Fozzie Bear likes to eat on his chips. It has been a guacamole. long day. Super long day. Anyway, we're going to talk about video games, not how long my day was. Although it might come back up. Who knows? It's Anything goes around here. Uh, news was weird this week, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, we got some Fall Guys news. We got some Valorant news. We got some Overwatch news, which is different than our Valorant news, even though like those are right, pretty much the same game, right? I mean, not, not exactly, I, I guess. I think people make that comparison, and I don't find it to be accurate at all. Yeah, I think you're probably correct. Either way. <laughs> Team-based shooters. That's fine, you know? though. Cyberpunk. This Cyberpunk news probably would have gone into Troll Corner if PlayStation hadn't managed to get themselves in there again. <laughs> hadn't like, squeezed their way in. Yeah. Or PlayStation. I guess they're not really squeezing. They're just holding the fort at this point. Right. We're going to. They, they fell out for a week and then charged they back in. They got it in. locked down. They did one of those <laughs> fake retreats. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And uh, 74 more games are getting Xbox uh, Series X FPS boost. I'm going to name all 74 of them. It's just going to be me reading a list of 74 video games. It's going to be awesome. Like Like slowly and in monotone? Super slowly. It's going to be like Ben Stein reading 74 video games in a row. It's going to be great. You should try to read them without commas, though. (laughs) So you can't really tell where the next game starts. (laughs) One starts, one ends. It'll be great. We had questions. I had to like beg for these questions guys i don't know what's going on here if you have questions like you need to get on our discord and ask them because like i came in today i'm like hey guys the amount of questions we have right now is zero i would like more than zero (laughs) colby had to put one in uh we got questions from Vinny. uh two questions from rich because rich is a superstar and asks multiple questions when i say i need questions yeah a question from princess megan a question from colby which i think is actually probably the most important question we're gonna ask today and then i i made my wife give me a question and the funny thing is is i think her question's actually really good like she didn't play video games well that's not true she's 50 hours into stardew with me but traditionally does not play video games uh this is a pretty good one i like it got some cheap free games um couple of uh couple of free things that are pretty good and then troll corner playstation's back there because well, why wouldn't they be i mean that's because they've we're sponsored gonna rename the it. segment so yeah right we're <laughs> gonna rename it playstation's troll corner P- troll corner yeah. brought to you by playstation um whether they like it or not anyway we're gonna start out with video games holy crap dylan played a video game i did did it go does it like go it like was... a lot of does yeah. it make a noise yeah, that is a good hint, and I, everyone probably knows what that means. Tell me, I Dylan, did tell me. play the new Pokemon Snap, because that so, is what we do now with games, is we say new, new, just like new Coke, or the new Beetle, or the new radio station frequency in your town, is, even though it's been there for four years. Um, is the new Pokemon Snap better than new Coke? I don't know if I had new Coke. Probably you, not. Yeah, you were way too young for that. However, 
however the new coke coffee coke with coffee is actually pretty decent and i don't know if it's the same as what coke black was in mm. like 2008 or if it's different because there's no way to really compare because that was 13 years ago i bought one of those and like literally purchased it at target like put it on the little conveyor thing and somehow not only did the person not charge me for it but i did not get it home it just like disappeared i it don't know what happened <laughs> That's so weird. They're like, you can't, you don't get this. Yeah, this I checked my receipt. I was not billed for it. I, it was in none of the bags, so yeah. it was just gone. Um, I was actually it surprised it was it was drinkable. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, I'm, I don't know I'm, if it I'm, would, I don't know if you would, I don't know who's going to drink it regularly necessarily, but. I'm kind of a sucker for special edition drinks, weird drinks, like, you know, like I buy all the weird Oreos. I buy all the weird flavors of Mountain Dew. I need to need to give it a try. I'm excited. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, Pokemon Snap. <laughs> new Pokemon Snap. Um I enjoy it. It is Did, fun. Um you are basically on a Pokemon Safari for those of you not familiar with the nineteen ninety nine Pokemon Snap. Um I was kind of amazed that it was that old, except that makes sense that that is when it came out. But um, that was a long time ago that I was playing that game. 22 um, years, baby. I, 23 years? Uh. I'm still a little early to really grasp like the scale of the game, so it's kind of sure. hard to, to say how much I enjoy it. Like I really enjoy the game. Um, I'm noticing things, because I did play, and I still kind of remember the original game um and i don't i feel like i i feel like the pokemon interact with you slightly less in this version um because you can like throw apples and hit pokemon with them or like bait <laughs> them to snack on the apples they're actually fluff root but they um look like apples um but i remember like in the old game you would you could throw I don't know, like an apple on a volcano and a, a Pokemon would pop out and it'd be really cool mm. kind of thing like that. And I haven't seen that as much. Not to say that that kind of stuff doesn't happen. Like if you throw an apple fluff fruit in the hole of the tree, like a pick a peck will come grab the apple and fly it over to the nest by the two cannon. And like, um, for those of you that don't know Pokemon, you're like, what is he talking about? <laughs> that was um, all gibberish to me. Yeah. Um, I'm actually not familiar with all of these Pokemon because they it, it can be any of the Pokemon that have ever existed. It is not just new. It is not just old. Um, but there's it, it's pretty neat. And um, I assume if I went back and looked at the old Pokemon Snap, um, it would probably not look very good. And yeah. this one does look pretty <laughs> good, um, which is always neat to see. I don't know, like these next gen Pokemon games that actually give you real 3D models because it's just something that hasn't really existed. Um, but basically, the game is just kind of riding on a Pokemon Safari, snapping photos um, of Pokemon in their kind of natural habitat as they, they might be chasing each other or, um, I don't know, swimming, jumping in the water. Um, and each Pokemon has like four different behaviors that that's kind of your goal is to photograph all four of those behaviors. Um, and that kind of completes your Pokedex, I guess your photo decks. Um, so figuring out how to get those 
behaviors is kind of ultimately what it is and at the end you get to pick one photo of each pokemon and then that photo gets rated and kind of added to your collection so if you get lucky and photograph all four behaviors on one run you really only get to keep one which i guess is kind of the unfortunate part but it really doesn't feel bad going through the same level over and over because that's sure. kind of the point of the game and um it is different like as you research a level more um new pokemon show up and it is different so it's not exactly the same run every time so it's pretty interesting um it's definitely a really relaxing game um as compared to a lot of other things you might play so if that's kind of interesting to you i would recommend it so i I need to ask the question um my assumption is that in pokemon old pokemon snap is that what we call it now yep yeah i think so I assume that you either took film pictures or, like, Polaroid pictures? I I, would guess that. Yeah. yeah. Do do you have a digital camera now? Yes. It is... It hardly even looks like a camera. He gives you, like, this device that looks real futuristic and... that thing Link uses in Breath of the Wild? Yeah, kind of, where it's not real. Like, they took this technology and made it, like... They could have just given you a camera. Like... (laughs) Um, but yeah that's kind of funny too because definitely camera technology has been substantially increased since old Pokemon Snap right (laughs) because you definitely were cha-chinging film I think yeah I've got to assume like I never played it but that was that was my assumption so that's all right cool at least they don't have you out there with an iPhone like uh, (laughs) Pokemon Snap sponsored by iPhone I'm kind of surprised actually like that I'm surprised that it is not maybe not an iPhone, but like a phone type thing. Like it's so yeah. that's how people take pictures nowadays. To be honest, so right. interesting, interesting. I mean, it basically is. Yeah, but, but it's not um, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. take pictures right. with a pinhole camera. <laughs> that's very, very, what are, very fancy of you. What are those ones called where you like project it on like a wall inside? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what they're called. So, that's yeah, how no, I, take I think photos. I think that's how you take all your photos. Good man, good man. I I shoot medium format, only medium format. They're huge, and it's like me and Ansel Adams. I took my Hasselblad out to take pictures of my kid today, and <laughs> like hold still, uh-huh. hold still. Uh, cool. What are you playing, Cole? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Oh. Hey. Um, <laughs> next. <laughs> uh, I what is in the doc? What's this cute? You put thing? a. Uh... That is the only Pokemon I care about. It is called a Snom. It's called a Snom. Oh, you, you would like you would like Bidoof. I Bidoof. I love the Bidoof because it looks I, like it's got a butt. I took for a, a great face. photo. Yeah. I took a great photo of Bidoof. You should look up Bidoof. I like the name Bidoof, so that's that's good enough. B i d o o f. Bidoof. Um, I will look that up while Colby tells us what he's playing. Hey, guess what? I played Monster Sanctuary. I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely shocked. Oh, man, Bidoofs are cute. They're like puffy uh, beavers, maybe? (laughs) They're definitely beavers. They do build a dam in the river, and then at some point they're like, oh, the dam is finished. Now you can go and take a different path through the level. Bidoof's pretty cute. I like Bidoof. Yeah. Um, so you played Monsters. Is that it, Cole? No, no. Um, okay. <laughs> still great. 
Um, I am in the last part now, so hey, maybe by next week I'll be playing new games. That um, could be. Probably not. Uh, Monster Sanctuary goal. But, but wait, 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 before you yeah. go on, tell us about your bootleg t-shirt. Oh yeah, I got my kid a bootleg t-shirt. How is it? It's good. She wore it yesterday. How about your, your not bootleg Monster Sanctuary journal? Could you explain monster that Monster journal. Um, yeah. it's, so in the game you get a monster journal. It's basically like when you come upon a monster, it puts it in the journal and it's just a picture sure. and then like uh, like a description of it kind of thing. And yeah, yeah. I bought the hardcover book that they offered for sale. Oh, very exciting. It was expensive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm shocked. (laughs) It will be probably the most expensive book that I personally have ever bought. How much was it? If you don't mind me asking. $60 euro. Dang. But that's with shipping. Oh, well, in that case. I mean, it's coming from Germany, so I was real worried that that was not going to (laughs) include shipping, so... Well, yeah. someday your kid will go to college, and then you'll yeah. f- get to see what real books cost. Yeah. Call. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like I own the the Legend of Zelda encyclopedia and like the Star Wars encyclopedia, and I think both of those are probably more expensive. But I didn't buy those, so um, good enough. But uh, hopefully that gets here at some point, and it will be cool. Very um, exciting. But uh, so yeah, did that, and then I played a little bit of Dead Army Four. Um, completely forgot what I was doing in the game, left the, uh, bunker without grabbing any, uh, uh, bandages, and had to do an entire level when I had <laughs> half of, uh, my health. So, that have wasn't great. F- have you had to fight a zombie tank yet? Yeah, yeah, I just did that today, actually. <laughs> I, like, I can 100% get behind all of Zombie <laughs> Army game but you can't make a tank into a zombie sure that's just can. not how it works yeah. it shoots ghosts i'm no i'm sorry yeah that's how it works cliff oh okay i wasn't aware that I game's mean, great like what do you think happens when a zombie bites a tank <laughs> i guess you get a zombie tank yeah i need to get back to that i played it i was playing with it with my kid and uh, we fell off because we started playing um second extinction um, but, uh, I need to get back. Are you done? I can actually just talk about second, second, yeah, no, that's, second I, I only played two games, and two, two games. most of so it rare. was monster sanctuary. So second extinction is a, the, the plot of second extinction is that alien dinosaurs came to earth and took earth back over and all of humanity fled like into space and now we're coming back to Earth in order to, like, kick out the dinosaurs and take it back over. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of weird. Um, like, I mean, like that plot is strange. But why do it's we a lot do that? I mean, if we have, you know, colonized I another mean, planet, why are we like? Oh, crap, I want our other one back now. I'm not 100% sure we actually did colonize another planet. We might have just, like, you know, like, we would just be hanging it in outer space and space stations, and we mm. want to go back to an actual planet. I don't know. Mm. I, uh, I I skipped the story because oh. my kid mm. wanted to play, uh, like, co-op with me. Um, mm. Me and him and his friend have been playing it together, three-player. So. Um, so you can play it up to three-player. It does have cross-play, so you can play at least PC Xbox. I don't know if you can play... PlayStation Xbox. I don't even know if it's on the PlayStation to be honest, but you can play it PC Xbox. Um, it is in Game Pass on both, so it was it was free to us to try out. Um, there's a bunch of different like classes. 
Um, so, like, my kid plays a sniper, and I play a dude with a massive, um, like, chain gun. Uh, there you go. And his friend is playing, like, a very soldiery soldier, you know, with shotgun kind of stuff. And you just literally kind of run around killing dinosaurs, completing different, different objectives. And I, I honestly don't know what the point of it all is, because I've never played it outside of playing it with them. Like, And they play it all the time, and I only jump in, like, maybe... 20% of the time they play it. So first of all, they're way higher level than I am. And they're just like, come over here. I'm like, okay. And me and my chain come, my chain gun come along and I like juice a couple dinosaurs. And then they're like, okay, now come over here. I'm like, okay. And I shoot some more dinosaurs, but it's uh, like in the just running around shooting evil dinosaurs kind of way. It's fun. Like we've taken down a bunch of T-Rexes. The T-Rexes are massive. Um, they have there's a bunch of dinosaurs that like shoot acid and there's ones that like burrow underground and come up like behind you and attack you there's ones that i think they shoot electricity i don't know why a dinosaur would shoot electricity but you know for a same reason they shoot acid like well but i mean at least like i mean you've seen jurassic park there's that one that like oh, okay spits now we're going something. with the documentary that was jurassic <laughs> park my bad <laughs> Life finds a way, Colby. That's what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, for a free game that is... I mean, I guess it's free on Game Pass, but... Like, it's absolutely one of those games that you and a couple buddies could get together and play and, like, have a couple beers and have a great time playing it. Um, because it's just kind of stupid. Um, and the skill skill ceiling, skill ceiling doesn't seem real high. Like, even though I'm under level, like, I've, I died, like, once... Um, it's just fun in kind of a dumb kind of way. You know what I, I enjoy? That yeah. You just described a game as a game which you and a couple buddies could get together, have a beer, and play a thing that you have totally done a lot. Absolutely. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm playing it with my son, Carter, who's 13, and his friend, Ryan, who's also 13. I give them beers, and we all have fun. It's great. I had to, like, Ven or like, uh, like, uh, like Uber Eats beer to his house, but, yeah, it was fun. I'm like, no, just go steal some booze out of your mom's... Here's what you do. It's vodka. You add water to it. It'll be fine. Um, but you know what I mean? It's it's that kind of game. Like, it's a game you could just very broy play together. It's fun. I, I like it. Um, I've been playing Stardew, too. Uh, like I said, I think we just passed 50 hours in Stardew. I just entered my third season, so I, you know, I don't know. It saw some stuff. I, I guess I don't know if that's spoilers, but some stuff happened at the start of the third season. Um, I made it to the bottom of the mine, which was pretty exciting. Um, All the way? I guess. Yeah, yeah, 120 levels. It's hmm. uh it's a it's a long ways down. Um, and then I got there and they're like, "Cool, you're done now." I'm like, "Oh." Okay, they're like, "Here's a key." I'm like, "Cool, I guess." But there's I guess there's another mine over in the desert that I can go into now. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I ever did that. I might have. Yeah. There, there was there was something in that game and it, I thought it was the mine, but maybe it wasn't where like I couldn't make it past like uh, very like, you know, say 70 or something yeah the mine's not easy maybe something else it's the mine's not easy and it's one of those things that you i think the the advantage that i have playing it now is that i'm playing it co-op so it's not like i have to spend all day 
you know, gardening and then like, oh, well, I guess I can run into the mine for, you know, a couple hours to try and do stuff. It's, you know, Brooke and I share a lot of the responsibility of like kind of doing your daily farm chores. We're usually done by like 1030 mm-hmm. or 11 and then can spend, you know, seven or eight hours um, going to the mine. And like this, I, I've got like 30 or 40 levels in the mine over winter when there's not as much stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So... You know, well, um, it wasn't less that it was more that like I just I thought it was the mine where it was just it got too hard. Oh, sometimes it absolutely. And it's I think the thing is, is I think you have to I think there's a big advantage to um, doing it a couple days in a row, because it seems like if you go like if I haven't been to a mine, the mine in a while and I go back, it's hard. It's almost like like I don't think it is because I think it just resets at the end of every day, I think. Um, but it feels like it's easier. Like it feels like it's easier to find the ladders down if you've been there like the day before. It seems like mm. there's less bad guys. So I, I don't I don't know. Um, and the mine in the desert is seems to be very difficult. Um, maybe Brooke, that's Brooke what walked I'm thinking, into yeah. it and like was immediately killed. So I don't maybe know. that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. It's yeah, been, it's but, been a know, while since I played it. So. It's so much fun. I'm having such a great time doing it. And I think we've probably got, like, I don't, I guess, here's a question. Does it end, Cole? Like, is there is there an end to Stardew, or do we just keep playing it forever? I mean, you could technically can keep playing it forever. But is there, like, a story ending? You've like, already gotten it. Oh, which, is it the, the start of the third year? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Well, go me. Yeah, there's still a lot of stuff that we want to do, so yeah. I it will just probably keep going. I just don't know if we'll play. Never tell her that it's over. I know, right? <laughs> no, just keep yeah, going. Yeah, just, just, just a couple more hours. But there's so many things we do want to do. Um, like, I'm not super into the social aspect of it, but I think eventually that'll probably come along. But there's still a ton of things to explore, and like we just got our, we just like got our garden all going. Like I got sprinklers everywhere, so like there's there's a lot of cool things to do left. So um, I'm also still playing Spirit Fair. It's still very sad. Uh, <laughs> like that's just that's just how that game is. It's a lot of fun, but it's very sad. So eh, you know, whatever. It's on Game Pass. Give it a go. Let's talk about Patreon. These are the fine folks that support us every month, paying either into the one, three, seven, or ten dollar tier. If you pay into the ten dollar tier, I'm using that money to buy uh, beer for uh, underage children um, while I play video games with them. I believe, right? Yes. Yeah, maybe that's not true. It's hard to say. I just use that's my own money, to be honest. Uh, anyway, we. If you are a producer, you pay us $10 a month. I will read your name every single episode that I remember. And today is one of those episodes where I remember. And so we would like to thank John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Joe Cole Jr. If you would like your name read off or just to know that you're contributing in a little bit to this podcast, you can go to bitemepodcast.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash bite me podcast and uh slip us a couple bucks it would be very very nice we appreciate all of our producer level patrons and everybody else that gives us money did you know so you guys we've we talked about tim a couple times on this podcast he's a he's a regular on discord do you know that he's a patron but has never actually listened to this podcast like <laughs> he just he's nice. like I, I support my friends i'm like okay tim that's weird but <laughs> i think he's actually a three dollar patron to be honest i i don't know it's He's a good guy. Uh, Hans is also a patron and actually is on the show some of the time, which seems kind of backwards, but whatever. It's all good. We appreciate all of you. All right. uh, Dylan? News. That is what it is. News 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 is what it is this week. It's not bad. It's just, you know, a little bit, a little bit something. So first of all, Fall Guys. Dylan's played Fall Guys, right? I have played Fall Guys. Have you? You've not played Fall Guys yet, right, Cole? Nope. 
Yeah. So, and the reason Colby hasn't played Fall Guys is because it hasn't come out on the Switch or the Xbox yet, which is... Is that not why? Is it because no, you don't want to play Fall Guys? Yeah. <laughs> so I have very little interest. It's a fun game. It's a, Fall Guys is definitely a fun game. I've 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 really enjoyed playing it. The it's sure it's better it with friends. Yeah, it's better with friends. Well, there's we'll there's your problem. Well, I mean, it, it, I'm your friend, Colby. We could play it together. You're a colleague. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was supposed to be coming out to. Uh, Xbox and Switch this summer, and uh, it has been pushed back. Uh, Mediatonic says, with so many new opportunities now in our hands, we've realized that our previously announced summer 2021 Switch and Xbox release schedule is unfortunately just too soon for us to include all of the tasty new features we're working on. And I think that they mean by new opportunities, they mean we've been able to put uh, like a number of weird things in Fall Guys outfits, and it makes us a ton of money. So we'd rather concentrate on those weird things that make us a bunch of money than putting it on the Xbox. That's... That's my take, but it could be wrong. Uh, still coming out, but the good news is, is pushing it back, they are going to add cross-play for when it comes out. So one of the, the biggest bummers right now is you cannot play on, um, say, PC and PlayStation together, um, and you would not have been able to play on Switch and Xbox and PlayStation and PC together, and it looks like that is going to change. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that in Troll Corner, like as to maybe the reasons that that isn't true and how it's all Sony's fault. Anyway... Oh, wait, it's fine. The game's good. I have it on two different systems. I probably don't need to, like, run out to get it on a third. But, good game. Uh, Riot. So, what do you guys think about this? This is interesting. So, Riot, the makers of Valorant and a number of sexual harassment lawsuits, um, I don't know if they really make those or if they just happen. Like, are, are sexual harassment lawsuits, like, organic? I'm not I'm not exactly sure. It's happened. Anyway, no one's sure how. Riot. Um... Creators of Valorant and and other less fortunate things have changed their privacy policy to now allow all uh, voice interactions between people to be recorded automatically. And, and like I, you probably play Valorant more than I do, uh, Dylan. I've never played with randos. I've only played with mm-hmm. friends. Is Team Chat on by default? Yeah, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Is it proximity chat or is it just Team Chat? I don't. I don't remember. It's Team Chat. Okay. So. Any game that has team chat has a problem with team chat, essentially. Probably wild racism, wild misogyny, wild terrible other things happening. And Riot just changed it so that they can record all team-based chat and then, I would guess, programmatically listen to it to find people that are doing terrible things. What do you guys think about that? Like, is that a... Is that is that good? Bad? Is that a privacy problem? Are they looking to hire? Like, is that what they're? <laughs> hey, that guy's real good at sexually harassing people. <laughs> we need a new board. <laughs> it, you know, the article I read did not make that clear, but you mm. actually raise a very good point, Colby. That maybe maybe this isn't actually. They, you know, it says to catch racists, but they just want to catch racists and bring them in. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I like that idea. I like that idea. Um, I, like, I think I'm okay with it as long as people know. Like, I'm not super... I don't know. I'm not one of those people that's, like, super precious about, oh, my God, my Alexa's listening to me because I have 40 of them. Like, yeah. she listens in every You're room. just surrounded by Alexa's. Yeah. She just follows me everywhere. So, I think I'm all right with it. It makes people less awful online, right? I don't know. I... I just, I guess I generally use Discord when I play with friends anyways. I'm not talking to yeah. strangers often. However, I, I don't know. I guess I, if I had to say, I'd probably prefer that 
they're not just recording everything you ever say to yeah. catch the the baddies like i understand it's good intentions but it does say I'll that just whether, use discord instead so yeah, yeah right <laughs> like, it does I, say that whether or not a violation is found the audio will be subsequently deleted so i guess yeah. i guess that's i'm pretty thing. sure they always say that though. yeah right yeah. And then two two months from now they'll be like oh by the way we're going to use this in a murder trial mm-hmm. um it was so. actually not deleted and eh, whatever like i said i assume that at this point amazon has years worth of recordings of me saying things so like what's one more company my tv's probably silently listening my iphone's listening right now it's probably going to start giving me recommended ads for valorant any minute now so it's all good right all good all right overwatch so overwatch came out in like what 20 i don't even know it's been years now 2014 2016? 2016, I think. It's been a a long time. Yes, Overwatch is a 2016 team-based multiplayer first-person shooter, which is a lot. That's a mouthful. So five years old. That game gained 10 million million new players in the last year, uh, which is a lot of players for a game that... That's pretty crazy, honestly. Right? Like, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed overwatch before it's a fine game but like who hasn't played overwatch by this point that's jumping in now right that's now adding new players is that a do you think that's a a pandemic thing maybe i mean i guess it's interesting too because like that's just saying new players not necessarily like 20 million players could have left no, no, no like, this is ten, is, so. This is uh, they have active players. Yeah, that so they, has increased they, ten million. Let's see. Uh, Aaron Keller revealed that the team-based shooter reached sixty million players as of twenty twenty-one. Ten million more players that it had in yeah. late twenty nineteen. So I'm these just, are. I'm curious what that number like. Is that active players or is it probably players, players or time. is it players over the last year or is it how and many people played the pe- game? in this year or i think it's probably people that own the game because the game's tied to battle.net accounts um it's probably 60 million people own overwatch and have tied it to a battle.net account and 10 million more people have done it over the last year and change i think the crazy thing about that is they sold 10 million more copies essentially right so there's that's yeah because game. i mean it's not like that game went free i mean it's gotten cheap a couple times but yeah uh, yeah I it's mean, only i think on pc it's only like 20 bucks yeah but. so it's it's cheap but still like that's a lot of and i mean you know that most of that game's revenue is probably all loot boxes and cosmetics oh, yeah, and stuff, for sure. so it's crazy especially i think the thing is is with overwatch 2 kind of coming out eventually maybe but i mean that game's still kind of in like a who knows land so I don't know. 10 million players over a, a 10, 10 million players for a five year old game is a lot. But I guess that's my point. So good on them. Good on them. Uh, all right. So this is this is a story that would have been in Troll Corner if uh, if somehow Sony hadn't managed Sony to wasn't plant King themselves. of the Hill. God, right. <laughs> um, so CD Projekt Red, obviously, like I wouldn't say they. I mean, I guess it depends on how you look at it. So CD Projekt Red had a bit of a kerfluffle at the end of last year, right? But they still made a ton of money, like tons and tons and tons of money, um, which is which is good. Um, and, and like a lot of what we talked about last year kind of in the face of um, 
a lot of crunch, a lot of, you know, other things was, you know, but at least the people that work for them are going to get bonuses. And and that ends up being true. So they take their revenue, they take 20% off the top of the revenue, and they give that away as bonuses. And I think kind of what I didn't hear of that um, 10% or that 20% was that... <laughs> is taken off the top and given to people. 10% of that is given to executives. And 10% is given to people that actually worked on the game. So six executives are splitting $30 million, I believe. Uh, $24 million, $25 million. And 800 and something other employees, 865 other employees are splitting the other $30 million. So if you're a board member of uh, CD Projekt Red... Presumably, the people that are actually responsible for it being a bit of a shit show, you get five, six million dollars a piece. If you are a senior level developer there, you'll probably get about 20K. Um, and if you're not a senior level de- developer, you're getting about 5K. And like that's like that is a lot of money. Like I would I would love if someone just gave me 20K right now, that'd be great. But that's probably also the first bonus they've seen since The Witcher 3 came out. <laughs> so they spent year, that's that's essentially a bonus that you worked on for four or five years. Um, and I mean, like, worked a lot for. Um, and, and, you know, like, again, nothing to sneeze at. Like, it's something that probably more companies should do. But it seems kind of lousy that people that have come out and admitted, like, upfront, like, hey, this was our fault, are taking home five and six million dollars a piece um but hey that's that's just me what do you guys think shocked i'm also shocked yeah maybe it's, it's almost have, uh, like the system's rigged man maybe you could have uh, afforded a couple more people to finish the game on time <laughs> right i don't know man it just seems to me that yeah. like take a million dollars like take a million like the six of you could take a million dollars and you could push 18 million dollars into the that other reward pool and like make it a way bigger deal because like do you know what i could do with a million dollars like i could in a million dollars in poland like <laughs> you could just you could just stop like that you, you don't need six million dollars in poland you could just be done I don't know. It just seems lousy. Um, all right. We're to the point of the podcast now where I'm just going to read off 74 video games in a row. Um, are you excited? Yes. Okay. I'm not actually going to do that. But uh, we've talked about it quite a few times on the podcast where Xbox Series X games are running way faster than they should be. Uh, that Xbox has been able to apply technology and make these games that were, you know, frame locked at 30 frames a second, running at 60 frames a second. Some of the ones that are running at 60 frames a second are running at 120 frames a second. Um, and this includes things like the new Mass Effect games. Like Mass Effect Legendary Edition is going to run at 120 frames a second on the Xbox Series X when it's frame locked at 60 on the PS5. Again, this stuff doesn't matter to me at all, but I know some people really, really like um, frame stuff. So, you know, that's cool. The most important game, all these games, There's there's... 74 new ones, and I think it's uh, almost 100 total. Anthem finally runs at 60 Thank frames a second. God. <laughs> but there's a, kinda, there's a little bit of here, things everywhere. Or, pff, I'm going to try that sentence again. There's games here that almost anyone would play, I would say. That, you know, like, it's not just, it's not just like the Battlefield games or whatever. Um, it really does kind of everything. Now, the Battlefield games are on there, but so is like all the Assassin's Creed games, a lot of the Fallout games. 
Um, Don't Starve Giant Edition is running at 120 frames a second now, if that's kind of your thing. Um, some of the Halos do, Lego Star Wars, and like all, a lot of the Lego games do, stuff like that. Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is running at 120 frames a second now. So, you know, like I said, there's a little bit of something for everyone in this list. And again, I'm not a frames person. Like, I, I don't know if I could tell the difference between... 30 and 60 and I don't have a TV that sports 120 so whatever but I think smooth frame rates are great and this is just moving in the direction of where it's smoother like if if you can hit 120 frames a second that means on my TV you're probably hitting a really solid 60 frames a second I think that's great so good good on Xbox for I guess doing the work like I don't I don't even know what this involves but I like the idea that they're doing it and and that's a lot of games that's 100 100 games that they didn't have to do this for and are doing it anyway. Like, it's just a, another little bonus. So, I don't know. Do you guys care? No. No. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Other than I guess it just means that everything will just run better. Yeah. But they could just have wrote the article, games will run better, and I'd be like, yeah. I'd probably right? I'd probably yeah. be more excited than them telling me it runs at 100. It's like, that's unnecessary. They yeah. could have written the article. It could be all fake, and I wouldn't have known. I tell you, man, like my eyes are so, <laughs> my eyes are so bad that I, I don't even know if I can tell anymore, but it's, it's fine. Like good. I don't think anyone can. Yeah. I, I mean, if you did side by sides and just like put a hundred different games next to each other, I guarantee you're not getting a high percentage, right? The only way I can tell is if someone's like, oh, but watch this video. And then they send me a video that, and I don't know how this works. So like the video must be running at 60 frames a second, I guess. Um, and like half the videos, a video game running at 30 frames a second, and half the videos, like at the same game running at 60 frames a second. Right. And like I can tell the difference there, but first of all, it's never like mind blowing. No. But I also don't know if that's like visually true. Like, does that mean that the 30 game a second video is skipping every other frame? Like, I, I don't know how that works. Well, yeah, it's weird if it's the same, if it's a video with two videos playing. Yeah, it is. Because the video exists at a frame rate. Therefore, the videos within that, it's not. (laughs) Right? It's it's like watching like 4K, you know, footage, but on YouTube at 720. (laughs) Right. It's not the same. I, so I got that, uh, that light set up, the, the uh, hue lights for my TV and I love it. Um, but one of the things I, I realized is that I can no longer use my smart TV functions if I want to have the lights on because it has to route through a box in order for it to work. And so I'm like, oh, that's a bit of a bummer, but it's fine. I'll just put, plug a Chromecast into it. And then I realized like for the last two months, I've been watching any 4K or HDR footage because my Chromecast's old and it only supports 1080 and I haven't noticed. So yeah. I don't I don't know what that says about 4K TVs and 4K footage and HDR, but whatever it's fine it's absolutely fine so whatever we got questions dylan why don't you help us out hey yo Vinny, i hope you got a question for us i think this podcast is going to be very fast this might be one of our weird like sub one hour podcasts it's fine it's fine okay. uh, we'll go longer next week Vinny says in celebration of may the 4th or as we're celebrating today the revenge of the 5th and you guys won't be celebrating anything tomorrow when you listen to this but trust us it all happened what's your dream star wars game is it an existing or a new ip what development team would be the right fit for it what do you guys think if you can make a star wars game what would your star wars game be I just get a, a remake of star wars galaxies and, yeah. <laughs> and all the people i used to play with yeah i 
So Star Wars Galaxies is 100% my choice because that was such a great time. And I still do not think there's an MMO that is the same as Star Wars Galaxies. Like nothing... Nothing touches that, but let's let's ignore that because that I think we've talked about that a lot. I'll tell you what it wouldn't be. It would not be that last Star Wars game that came out, Jedi Fall, Fallen, Order. Fallen Order. Order. It would not be Fallen Order. It would also probably not be Squadrons, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I think um, I'd like a... I think kind of like Knights of the Old Republic because I did enjoy that game, but I'm thinking kind of that game, but a little bit more Mass Effect-y. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would like I would love to give I would love to give Ubisoft a shot at making a game and just have them do like a Far Cry style. Like I want to I want the Ubisoft version like of a, a Star bounty Wars hunter game. Far Cry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like and I'm fine with climbing towers cool. and <laughs> you know like my map opening up. Like I I that style of game is is a lot of fun, but I don't particularly enjoy Assassin's Creed. Um, it would really be a like cool f- Assassin's Creed style game, though, because you could literally go do bounties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I could I, I could that see that be that neat. being good. Um, you know, the map opens up, and you know, here's some bounties to, to go hunt. Or I I just think it'd be a lot of fun. I I love a more open world uh, Star Wars game because I mean, I there's not really any really open world Star Wars games are there am I am I missing any that I, I can think, think of so. yeah I can't think of any offhand yeah and you know you could have progression trees you could have all that stuff I would love to just go to you know different Star Wars planets and and do some cool stuff or maybe it's all on the same planet that's fine I mean honestly if they just wanted to do a Assassin's Creed style Star Wars game where every new episode of it is set on a different planet um that would be yeah. absolutely fine you know Absolutely fine. I would love an. I guess my answer is an open world, Far Cry, Assassin's Creed style Star Wars game. That's what I want. We'll let Ubisoft build it because I like their games. So, what do you think, Cole? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how you could work like a Far Cry in where you're uh, uh, the end boss is like Jabba the Hutt, and you're trying to make it into his, uh, you know, like palace. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Star Wars Galaxies, th- they added Jabba's Palace mm-hmm. at some point, and it was awesome. It was super awesome. I uh, I watched both. I watched Solo today, and I watched uh, Rogue One yesterday, and those movies are both so good. good. I really enjoyed both of those a lot. I'm kind of in a, a Star Wars play, so I get behind that. What do you think, Dylan? What, what would you like to play? I mean, probably just a new Knights of the Old Republic. The more that, I think about that it, that would be nice. Like I hear, like, it's, I hear it's in just the works a, right just now. A, just a modern, because again, that's just something that's just old enough that the, I think it could just use a. The combat in that was not great. Not great. It's not my favorite, and that's why I think like maybe going a Mass Effect direction might be cooler. Um, obviously, and I'm I'm also imagining more not Jedi because yeah. I always like not Jedi Star Wars Same. stuff way more like I'm more interested in blasters and kind of the gang underworld aspects of Star Wars I think that's more interesting and more fun that um, you could all I, I like you could honestly do a kind of interesting like GTA type game with just like an underworld gang uh, yeah. Star Wars kind of thing yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Hey, did you either, either of you guys watch the new Star Wars show that debuted yesterday? The the Bad Bunch, I think it's Bad called. Bad Batch. I did not. Bad Batch. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, I need to watch that. Um, so reportedly, and this is Jason Schreier, so it's not like, you know, YouTube dude 487. Um, Jason Schreier says that Asper, which is the the uh, porting studio that just brought Republic Commando and uh, the pod racing game and the Jedi Knight series to the Switch, is working on KOTOR right now, and that reportedly it is a full remaster. Yeah, so. I heard that too. Yeah, so that that uh, that is a better rumor than a lot of the other rumors we've heard about Kotor. Um, mm. I've never played that game, so I'm excited to uh, yeah. to try it. But this is, that's also the same company that ported Kotor to iOS, so which is the only place I've played it. I played like the first two hours on it on the iPad. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll happen. Uh, next question. We got two in a row from uh, our friend R. Deacon, who manages our website because he's awesome. Um, since today, not the day you're listening to this, but today when we're recording this, is Cinco de Mayo. What is your favorite Mexican food? Um, I enjoy the enchiladas from Morelia because they're delicious, mm. and I might be having them for dinner. I wish I was having those for dinner. Um, what are your thoughts, Dylan? Um... Well, lately, um, this restaurant down the street um, has become my favorite restaurant, and their special, which is um, carne asada, mm. a plate of carne asada, but with uh, a chili relleno on the side. Oh, so it's We're, way uh, more food than you ever need. That's okay. The it, Mexican food is literally is best like in quantity. a five-minute walk from my place. It's called Santa Fe, and it oh. is the best. That's it's not. Surreal. That means it's only like a twenty-five minute drive yeah. from my house. It's maybe a yeah. little, little far for takeout, but maybe not. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. It's, it's um, very good. Colby is right. My uh, probably my favorite place is Morelia. They have a like. They, I used to go. I think I think it was like a large combo there that had like one of everything. Um, they have great. Um, oh shoot! What's that food that has like a green sauce and pork in it? Chili verde. Um, Chili Verde. Their Chili Verde is incredible. I haven't had it for 20 years, but oh, it's so good. Um, I like breakfast burritos a lot, too. Like, I really mm. like breakfast burritos. I think that's actually what we're going to have tonight. We're going to do a little breakfast burrito action. Um, they're not as good as the ones that Colby can get at Beto's, but they're they're pretty okay. So, But, I mean, like, the real answer is, is I don't know if there's... I mean, outside of, like, the weird fish parts of Mexican food, I don't know if there's any Mexican food I don't like, to be honest. Like, I, I like Mexican food a lot. Like... I can't, I mean, a lot of it's theoretical because it has meat in it, but, uh, like, Mexican food. I like the good. sound of it. Yeah, right? Mexican food's just yummy. Big fan. Uh, his follow-up question is, uh, this is interesting, too. So, with the shortage of high-end GPUs, and by high-end GPUs, I think he just means any GPUs. Like, your odds of buying a video card these days are not good. Like, it doesn't matter what kind you want. Um, like, I kind of worry a little bit about my computer just, like, losing a video card and I don't know what you do like you're just screwed um, I would have to stop working um, do you feel that game developers really need to push the visual elements of, of games or would it make more sense right now to maybe not try and make you know the next crisis um, in a world where you can't buy video game cards does it make more sense to focus on other things maybe besides visuals right now because you just can't go buy a 3060 or a 2060 or a 1060 probably <laughs> you know is is it is now the time or is, does it does does something like this not matter because the the length of time on development is so long um i don't know as someone who plays like a ton of indies i don't know if that's 
but uh, I, I, I mean, I would say that the length of time of development is long, but uh, I don't see this getting better anytime real right? soon. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, you know, I think the thing is I played and Dylan played. We played um, uh, Phoenix Phoenix Rising. Is that what it's called? Yes. And like that game is beautiful, but it wasn't like graphically intensive beautiful. Um, you know, it was, it was, it had kind of that Half Life Two Overwatch, not Half Life Two, Team Fortress Two Overwatch kind of cartoony. You know, it's not, it's, you know, it's not that those rocks look like real rocks; they look like cartoon rocks. And I thought that that game was fine. Like I don't, I didn't need it to be overly realistic. Um, and I wonder if that's kind of the way that games right now would be better off being <laughs> because I mean I don't think you're going to be able to vi- get a video card this year like they keep saying like yeah no toward the end of the year toward the end of the year but at the end of last year they were like yeah just wait till the spring just wait till the spring and then it was like wait till the summer and you know with Bitcoin being I mean what Doge coins at 50 cents now like that's been trading at like 0.01 cents for five years and all of a sudden it's at 50 cents like it's not going to get better at this point it's just not going to get better so i i think that there's actually something to be said there for making games maybe not having you know the requirement of a high-end graphics card something that makes sense so i don't know yeah i definitely and i've i think i felt this way for a long time is uh i think there was a time when graphics were kind of cool um, he's like, oh man, they're starting to make these games look really cool. But at this point, like, I would rate rank it as one of the least important things that right? make a game enjoyable. Um, because, and it's funny that you mentioned Crisis because Crisis is a perfect example of a game that's not good. Yeah, but it's just a tech demo. Yep. Because I remember like the hype around Crisis, and I played it. And I was like, that game was not really great that awesome like it just it that's it was really relying on the fact that it was gorgeous and i guess it was but again if you don't have if you don't have the stuff to support that you don't even get that anyway um and i think of all the games that i would rank way higher than crisis and none of them look like that yeah like some of the best games i've played it's just like they don't look like that and fortnite's a great example of a game that does not need high-end graphics to Mm -hmm. just be this massive success and whether you like fortnite or not it's it's a very solid well-performing game that is it's very fun there's a lot going on um it's very well done yeah obviously they've sold enough skins to make sure it runs pretty well but um, that game uh so there's the big epic trial going on right now and i think they announced they said that they've made 9.2 billion dollars uh out of Fortnite the last two years which is crazy (laughs) no i think i think that's actually a really good point is like the games that i think that really made an impact on me were very rarely the games that were were beautiful and i mean let's be frank I would say every game, for the most part, that I've played since 2016, 2017, looked good enough, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Very, like, and that's, I think, I think your game has to look good within what it is. Yeah. It has to be presentable. Um, and I guess really kind of the only times I'm like, when a game like GTA Five or Red Dead 2 comes out and you're like, man, this game looks like that and it's that big. Yeah. 
like then it kind of like to me it kind of means something um because there is a level of detail in a really big game yeah but just having a linear shooter that's just really pretty doesn't really i guess you kind of expect that it should look good but i don't know it just doesn't yeah i don't think it really gets you many bonus points on the scale and I mean, I guess the thing is, too, is that there have been a lot of games that have come out recently that I've played that I didn't think looked that good. Um, like Jedi, Fall, Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi, whatever it's called. Like the the Wookiees in that game were horrifying, like absolutely horrifying. So, you know, maybe maybe it just doesn't matter. I, I don't know. I was really I really wanted a 3060 um, for a long time, I have a I have an extra computer that I really want to put a graphics card in, and you know, games I want to play in it. But at this point, like, I would put anything in it because really, I just want to play dumb Steam games. Like, you know, it's not I don't need a thirty sixty for it. I really just need like another ten seventy. But you can't buy any of them, so I don't know. Bitcoin's stupid. That's that's the long and short of it. Uh, Princess Megan says, what video game would you like to see recreated as a board game? What genre, how long would a game take, and what is the ideal number of players to play? So I don't play board games, um, but I can probably figure this out. You play some board games, Dylan, so tell me what tell me what video I game you want to play. I do play a lot of board games. <sighs> That's tough. Um, I've been thinking about this to try to come up with a game yeah. answer, and I don't know if I have it really... Um, cause I, like that it's, it's like, what kind of board, what kind of board game do I like? Um, right. But what would fit within that? Um, I mean, there are a lot of board games that are based on video games. I've not, I don't think I've really played any of them. Like the fallouts, the doom. I think there's like a doom game fallout. Yeah. Um, I bought the, Do- I bought fallout for my dad, um, for his um, birthday. Yeah. Um, that'll be awesome when he dies it'll just be unwrapped i know right it'll be great i i now that we're both vaccinated i need to get him over to try and play it so it'll be fun yeah um is there a doom game because i was thinking doom might be kind of an I interesting i feel idea. like there's a doom game like you could um you'd have to like the problem with doom is because doom is not traditionally more than one player um Right. I don't know how that would work, but I could see like a Doom game in the kind of um, vein of uh, Gloomhaven, where you're, you know, where you're fighting yeah. bad guys um, through. And because Doom levels are kind of linear, and there's, it would be interesting in the kind of like there's a lot of backtracking, so you could, you know, play it that way. Um, but you, it'd be, I, you have to figure out a way to get around the fact that there is only one Doom Slayer. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Right. I don't know what you do there, but I don't know. I like the idea of cooperative board games yeah. a lot. So um, yeah, kind of. That's kind of the direction I'm going to is something like a Gloomhaven that could be pretty narrative driven and um, could facilitate some of those games that I like, but. At the same time, like those game, that is a game that with a lot of setup time and yeah. stuff too. So I don't know if I'd prefer to come up with something that you get on the table fast. Kind of just has a good theme and um, I you run through. So as much as I want to get into Gloomhaven, I think I'm actually might sell my copy of it because it's just like too much. Like I don't, I don't have the time to set it up and take it down, and no one in my family likes it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's all good. Maybe my buddy actually played through the. Jaws of the Lion, the lighter version. Yeah, yeah. Um, we play. We're, we're 
a couple quite a few scenarios in oh nice that that one's nice because the setup time is cut down substantially nice um and with the helper app um that does also do make a big difference very nice um and helps keep track of all the enemies and things very cool I, uh, I I kind of forgot about Stardew, the board game. Like, I was thinking, that would make a pretty good board oh, game. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it actually exists. Um, it exists. Apparently, you cannot buy it. It is sold out. But uh, that would be kind of fun. I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Cole? What kind of board game would you like to play? Oh, there's a Civilization board game. I know oh, that. Oh, I can get behind that. Um, um, me, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Since I don't play board games, nor do I really like Well, you, like but you know board how games? board games work. Tell um, me, you, you oh, conceptually hey, understand Monster how they Sanctuary. Work. I just created Pokemon, so ah, you, you suck. I, I I don't know. All like right. I literally, there's I, I have zero interest in board games, and yeah. so like, I mean, yeah, I guess Fallout One would be cool, but it it exists, and I don't want to play it. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, uh, Colby's questions Woo! next, I guess. Ask it. Oh, He's all right. Uh, uh, saltwater taffy, yay or nay? Yay. I think you should know that he also then said, and if nay, why do you suck so much? So so we got three yeah, yays. Okay. On to the next yeah. question. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of saltwater taffy? That's tough. Hmm. I don't know. I will say that I got a big bag of, um, like, uh, I don't know, artisanal saltwater taffy. Oh, um, and uh, I ate one today, and it was actually uh, artisanal caramel, and uh, oh. <laughs> man, that was good. Like not expecting that caramel, but uh, but that was good. Um, favorite flavor? I don't know. Licorice, yeah, the black licorice one's good. Black licorice ones are good. In the mall, so I I worked at the same mall for like I don't know four or five years. Um, and there was a, a candy store there that actually fresh pulled their taffy. Like, they made it there. You could actually watch it get pulled. I don't remember what that place was called. Do you remember it I don't know, but that's where I got to, or I got some the other day where I could watch it get pulled. Yeah, it's... Oh, man, it was good. It was real good. Like, just fresh taffy is dope. Um, but I think we also have, a like, a like a commercial saltwater taffy place in Salt Lake. Yeah, we um, do. So we got, we sweets, got a lot maybe? of uh, saltwater. Ah, true, true, yeah. Um, but it, yeah... Saltwater taffy is great, and I want to go buy some now. So thanks, Cole. Do you want me to say a favorite flavor, Dylan? Some artisanal stuff. Some, some artisanal. It probably would. I mean, I mean, yeah, I would not say no, Cole. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't say no. I don't think I can pick one flavor. They're just all good, I, right? I, I like, yeah. To me, I guess to me, saltwater taffy is mm. kind of like Gatorade, where they don't have flavors, they have colors. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So, so the the what came out of this though is your wife does not like saltwater taffy, Colin. Nope. What's Maniac. wrong with her? I don't know. It's all right. Broken. All right. Final question is actually from my wife, um, and she says, "What would ten year old you think about video games today? Would you be excited about the graphics or the gameplay?" Um, but specifically, so like I said, I'm fifty hours into. Uh, uh, in the Stardew Valley, would ten-year-old you say, "Wait, you you spent how long building a farm?" Um, because I don't that game really <laughs> that game type did not exist when I was ten. Really, um, I mean, for the most part. So, what do you think? What would what would uh, so ten-year-old Dylan is a lot closer to yeah, <laughs> current age Dylan than ten-year-old yeah. Cliff? Do you think they'd yeah, be impressed think... by things today? Yes, I think the the thing I'd be most impressed 
is like GTA five yeah. or um Red Dead Two because I remember how impressed I was with Vice City, like the first time I got to play that. And yeah. this there is a night and day difference between those. So Absolutely. I don't think ten year old me would be able to um really fathom what that that meant however at the same time only being i guess i'm nearly 20 years removed from that yeah at this point um which is kind of surprising but i don't think in that time like the actual leap in technology it's not quite the same as like growing up with literally mario bros and nothing else um because like i kind of had that but it was really like nes and n64 simultaneously so like that i was playing so like the leap i don't think ever seemed that substantial i don't know if that feels different for other people or not but yeah so um, so for me 10 year old cliff the the coolest thing he had ever experienced was an nes because uh i would have been 10 in 1987 so I'm guessing that the jump from uh, NES graphics to an Xbox of any type would have been a, a pretty pretty big jump. Yeah. Um, like a, a really big jump. <laughs> I was going to say I was pretty blown away by um, uh, the Triforce coming in in 3D <laughs> in Link to the Past when I was 10. So I was apparently easily impressed. Yeah, there was a uh, there's a game called I think I think it was UN Squadron um, that was an SNES game, SNES game that was really a big deal because it had like six different parallax backgrounds um, <laughs> and like so like the clouds would scroll by in one way and the mountains would go in another way and your jet was in the middle and like I and, remember thinking like wow that's a big deal man <laughs> and in that jet were you trying to decide whether or not the Rwandan genocide was actually happening or not or probably <laughs> um, but yeah no I I I can't even imagine like I I. 10-year-old me wouldn't even know what to do with an Xbox. Like, it would be just so I mean, literally, different. because I don't think you had seen a CD at that point. So. Yeah. No, I mean, that's... Uh, well, no, because CDs came out in 1980. They, oh, they did. But, but when did you really have a CD? Would it have been in 87? Because I still had like, a tape deck. Dad was kind of on the forefront of a lot of that we stuff. We still so. had tapes. I do not remember. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, I absolutely still had tapes. We might have also had a CD player, I maybe. I think we did. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, no. The, the I can't even imagine what that would have been like um, to go from... I mean, to, to even just be able to go from, like, oh, wait, my controllers don't have cords anymore. Um, you know, That's like... That's weird, yeah. This, this controller has 17 times Nor is the it amount of buttons as my controller. Three long. Yeah. I can't read any of this text because I'm on a uh, CRT. <laughs> I wish they'd given me a new TV, too. <laughs> and my TV's tiny. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's in black and white. God damn it. We wouldn't have had a black and white TV, we but I, did. Mean, I remember... We, I mean, yeah, we did own a black and white TV, but I mean, I remember the TV we had in 1987, and it was not good. If, if we got an Xbox, <laughs> wouldn't plug in. you wouldn't plug in. Like, So uh, where's the HDMI port on this? The what now? <laughs> yeah, but no, it would be crazy. But I mean, I think that that, that version of me would also be... Uh, We'd be amazed at the types of games because, I mean, first-person shooters didn't exist in 1987. 
Uh, Stardew Valley like was probably closer to existing in 1987 I than a first person wrong. shooter. Was Wolfenstein nah, what year? 3D? Maybe that might have been 89. Maybe Wolfenstein came out in 92. Uh, was it? Yeah, and there was one before FPS that, before yeah. that, but I can never remember what it's called. But I doubt it was 87. So I just I just enjoy the like the image of ten year old you having the red, white, and yellow plugs in the back of a TV and just looking at an Xbox like, where does this go? Oh shoot. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think that version of me would be very confused about the video games that I find fun now. Um I mean, frankly, I think twenty year old me would probably be <laughs> confused about what games I find fun now. Like I don't think twenty year old me would have played Spirit Fair. I, I don't think that, that would have been would have been their jam. Um or Stardew for that matter. So they, they played more first person shooter games. So I don't know, that's a good question. Thank you to my lovely wife. Let's talk uh cheat free games for a second. Uh Game Pass uh yesterday on Colby's birthday, in celebration Woo-hoo! of Colby's birthday, Dragon Quest Builder two was released on console and PC. I am very excited to try that. Uh FIFA twenty one comes out tomorrow today if you're listening to this i'm also very excited to try that because i like soccer uh, coming to console and pc tomorrow outlast 2 is coming to cloud console and pc tomorrow as well on may 6 um as is steep coming to cloud and console have you ever played steep i played it a little bit i own it it's not yeah it's not uh yeah i think i own it too it's definitely not um amped but it's pretty good uh it's got a wingsuit that's kind of fun uh final fantasy x slash x dash 2 hd remaster (laughs) is coming to console and pc may 13th uh just cause 4 reloaded which is super fun is coming to cloud console and pc may 13th that game's just stupid it's very enjoyable though uh psychonauts is coming to cloud console and pc may 13th uh red dead online so not red dead redemption 2 but just the red dead online uh which i think is normally Five bucks, I want to say. I thought say. that it was five bucks when it first came out and then went up to 20. I may be wrong mm. on that. That could be. That could be. It's coming to Cloud and Console on May 13th, um, which means I might actually try it. Like, if I could play the Cloud version of that game without having to install it, maybe I'd give that a go. Uh, and Remnant from the Ashes is coming to PC. Colby and I played that a couple months ago and really enjoyed it. It's hard as all get out, though. Coming May 13th. So I'm guessing there will be another release of games coming out towards the second half of May, but uh, some good stuff in there. Like, that's some some real solid games. Um, I guess I should actually say, too, that I got into the iOS beta for uh, xCloud and so far it runs like garbage on my phone like completely unplayable <laughs> so I don't I don't understand why because I can stream from my console and it's terrific but uh, streaming onto my phone from the cloud is terrible like it just does not work so I don't know need to play with it maybe I need to try a phone newer than mine we'll see uh, Epic Game Store this month uh, this week actually the game they're giving away is called Pine it actually looks really fun it's an open world action adventure game set in a simulated world in which humans never reach the top of the food chain um, I don't know. Sounds interesting. It's got kind of a, it's got a good, it just looks cool. looks fun. Um, so that is free on Epic this week, starting tomorrow. And then PlayStation Now, uh, this month is getting, is, is that Neo? Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. N-I-O-H? Yeah. Neo is coming out. You get to keep that forever. Um, I guess as long as you subscribe, I suppose. And then Streets of Rage 4 is coming out, but it's only available until November 1st. And then and Jump Force is coming out, but it's only available until August 2nd. So I guess if you want to play either of those games, you have to do it in the next six months-ish, I suppose. Um, August, I guess, is only like 
four months, but whatever. Uh, Troll Corner. We've made it back to Troll Corner, brought to you by Sony PlayStation. Um, I was going to say, it was probably, what, maybe maybe a month ago where we were kind of questioning why, you know, like, we were begging for crossplay, begging for it. Everybody wanted it, and it was it was Sony was the holdout. Sony, you know, put out this line about, well, we just need to make sure that people are safe in their environment. <laughs> we don't we don't want all those like rowdy Nintendo kids coming over to our playground and making things unsafe for our things. And and even at the time, I was like, well, that doesn't sound like it's true. Um, and people kept saying, no, it's about money. No, it's about money. And I'm like, what? what's the money? Like, are they really afraid that people are going to, like, that so many people want to buy an Xbox game instead of a PlayStation game that they'll buy an Xbox game and play cross-play with their PlayStation friends? Is that the problem? And it turns out that the answer was, in fact, money. But it wasn't the money that we were thinking about. Because what we didn't consider is the fact is that where games actually probably make money these days is in... Um, uh, what I want to say, like down, uh, what do they call those microtransactions? Man, my brain, it's microtransactions money. And so, what happened was that Sony told anyone who wants to use crossplay is, yeah, absolutely, you can use crossplay. You know, we remember when they opened the floodgates; everyone can have crossplay now. Um, but if you want crossplay, you have to agree to Sony's crossplay. Um, like payment program and what that is is if they say um, someone was primarily playing their games on their PlayStation but they were buying more microtransactions on another uh, system so like let's say you play a lot of uh, you know a lot of Rocket League on or Fortnite on your PlayStation, but you buy most of your microtransactions on a different platform, then if that's less than 90% of the, the amount you buy, then you have to pay Sony money to make up for the money that they're not making in my microtransactions. Cool. And that sucks. <laughs> so if you've wondered why, even though everyone supports crossplay now, that more people aren't getting on that bandwagon, it's probably because they don't want to pay PlayStation extra money in order to potentially make up for the fact that microtransactions are being purchased elsewhere and they're not getting their cut. Um, and I think that's awful. Um, they're the only people that do it. Xbox does not have that same kind of thing. Nintendo does not have that same kind of thing. And I just... Like, can't can't you just do something good for gamers Why? once, Sony? <laughs> just once. That's all I'm asking. It's very, I, I very dumb. Even, I don't know what to say. Yeah, and it only came out, like, this is only actually surfaced because of the Epic Trial. A mm. lot of things have come out. The Epic Trial is hilarious um, because they keep accidentally, like, revealing third-party games that they weren't supposed to, re you know, like, they aren't, things aren't <laughs> redacted properly and... I don't know. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a whatever. But who would have thought that a lawsuit between Apple and Epic would have been like a shit show? So I don't know. I am not a favor of uh, I'm not a fan of this this policy. So what do you do? All right, is that it? You guys have any things you want to like? Do you want to like freestyle rap for a minute, call or anything? My name is Colby, and I'm here to say I really like rapping in a major way. God, I wish I had not asked you to do that. Wow. I said a major way. 
Yeah, although I'll be honest, your freestyle rapping is as good as Hulk Hogan's, so <laughs> what do you do? Anyway, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at BiteMePodcast.com. You can follow us on the social medias at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, slash Bite Me Podcast. You can contribute to us financially. Financially, you can be a backer. A bite me podcast at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can join our discord and ask questions. Like I could like questions, people, please. It's a, it's a hallmark part of our show. I need more. Uh, and uh, join our discord at bite me podcast.com slash discord. You can support us or join our team for extra life. Extra life is coming up faster than I ever think it is. Like it's, it's like six months away from today. And that's if we do it in November uh, at bite me podcast.com slash extra life. But for now, Dylan, please. Bye. 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 B